everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Melissa, I went to tennis camp uh-huh. uh, uh, a bit back, and this is the first. This is like adult tennis camp. I think maybe we talked about this. Um, like I've been playing. I, n- I never played tennis as a kid or in in high school or college or anything. Yeah, but I picked it up later in life. Yeah, yeah, and it's super fun. I, I I play tennis a lot. So my buddy and I went to tennis camp in Florida. Like right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I remember this. Yeah. And it was super fun, but I had this realization <laughs> while I was there because we were working on, well, obviously we we're working on getting better at tennis. And the point of getting better at tennis is to win tennis matches. Oh, oh, oh wait, And what oh, I read, <laughs> and the okay. big lesson I got from tennis camp <laughs> yeah. was that I actually don't want to win tennis matches. You don't? No. Okay. Right. Well, you just took Isn't... A, we just did a fork in the road here. This is where we pivot. Like, yeah, because, uh, so what I realized at that moment after you know forty five years of life is that I'm, in a lot of situations, I'm not very competitive. Oh. Right. Most yeah, of my. That's why I didn't recognize that when you said that because most I of am my like goal. <laughs> While playing tennis, yeah, is to keep the ball going longer. Ah, it's all. It's more like a cooperative mentality Mm. than it is a competitive mentality. Because the coach kept on yelling at me over and over, like, like JJ, like, why didn't you take the angle and just like crush that ball away? It's like, well, because we, when the point would be over, we'd stop playing. Are you only like, like that when it's your turn to serve because you like yeah. serving so much that <laughs> uh, <laughs> or you don't like it? <laughs> so I realized that I feel that I'm a more of a co- cooperative person mm. than a competitive person. Well, wow. And I thought that was an interesting topic yeah, to dissect because there are situations where we need to be competitive. Mm-hmm. There's situations where we need to be cooperative, mm-hmm. but what those situations are, I think are very mixed up. Well, I have some things to say about this, as you might imagine. <laughs> um, when you study well, first off, let me ask you, do you think you are a competitive or a cooperative person? I would say normally I'm competitive. Um, and I'm trying you spent to spend re- so long in sales because I'm trying and I'm trying to recover. <laughs> yeah. I'm a recovering competitor. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 55 years old. I'm a I'm recovering competitor. What I was going to say is this is a really interesting place because, you know, so often when we're talking, we just have complete. We just always agree. Like mm-hmm. most of the time we really agree with very few exceptions uh, in this situation. Talking about competing versus cooperating, that is something that can be measured in a personality assessment tool. 
And it's measured in the assertive construct. Ah. So this so is- I a... know what you have in your head right now. You've got- <laughs> I do. My personality yes. profile On shape graph. or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Loaded in your head. So yep, I let's do. hear it. Uh-huh. And your personality assessment's most subordinate trait is assertiveness. Uh-huh. My most dominant trait is assertiveness. <laughs> now, this isn't a- this isn't a right or wrong or good or bad. Um, yeah. It's an is thing. And um, if you look at the personality profiles, those that have higher levels of assertiveness have a tendency to have more of that, um, I, I want to win, mm. we have to win mentality. Mm -hmm. And there are you know two out of four quadrants of people that are in those two camps where it's like win, 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 no matter what, right? There's songs about that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just heard that. I want to win, 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 no matter what, what, what. Um, so that was like a, so you can, you can do personality tests based on the kinds of songs artists produced. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Actually, you probably could. Oh, side note. Okay, write that could, down. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then there are two quadrants of people that are much more cooperative where they have a lower level of assertiveness. So they have more of a, I don't need to be in charge. I mm -hmm. want to be part of a group. Um, I just want everyone to work well together. It's important mm. that the team is functioning well. And there are places in the world for both camps. Like neither's better or worse. Mm -hmm. Although it's always funny because whichever camp you're in, you always think your camp is best. Yeah. It's very funny when you start when you start studying this stuff a little bit. But I, I think that there's something to be said here about cooperation versus competition because if left unchecked, or if we don't really understand how we are or why mm -hmm. we are that way, it can be like a runaway train in either camp. You yeah. know, we can become so cooperative that we don't get a chance to, to, to get stuff done in the way that we want. Or we can become so competitive that we alienate people around us or ourselves. Right. You know, so this this idea of this mindset is really a vast idea actually yeah so we we've probably come everyone's probably come across people in both those camps that you explain like yeah the overly competitive person that mm -hmm. becomes so competitive they're like an on an island by themselves right. they're really hard to be around or deal with or the overly cooperative person mm -hmm. who just is straight up like a pushover doesn't seem to have any opinion about anything and just yeah. does whatever the submits to whatever the group wants to do. Yep. Also very hard to work with. Yep. Yeah. I really like that you just did these two extreme examples because in personality assessments, I always do that. I always give really big expanded hmm. examples, not because that's where everybody is, but it just is make, makes it easier for people to yeah. understand. Yeah. But I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Is there value in being more cooperative as opposed to being more competitive? Well, <laughs> given given my personality like i just results. did what you always do to me yes uh-huh well <laughs> the reason i wanted to specifically talk about this yeah was because i think there are some uh you know there's some natural brain wiring things mm -hmm. happening with yep. individuals uh and there's even some like deeper you know parts of our brain that mm -hmm. are tuned to be competitive in some situations and cooperative in other situations that we're not 
fully aware of. Yeah. And in our modern society, in our modern environment, those come out in a really weird way. Yeah. Yep. Right. So like, for example, if you watch a couple of kids, like they will straight up fight over food, right? <laughs> like one of them, you give one of them a candy bar and not the other one. And they'll like fight over, over it. Like it's a yeah. food scarcity thing. Right. Right. But many of us don't live in a food scarcity kind of situation. Mm -hmm. So why are they doing that? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's because of like a deep sort of competition for survival, but that doesn't really apply. So mm -hmm. if we take that scarcity example mm -hmm. and push that into like even the modern workplace, well, us fighting over, you know, who gets to use the copy machine first <laughs> or like, you know, or like who gets the corner off. I don't know. Like, yeah, there's all sorts of things where yeah. we'll bring this like scarcity mindset into a situation where scarcity doesn't exist, but the scarcity mindset brings out competition. Like I have to win over that person because there's something scarce, but if scarcity is not there, it doesn't make any sense to be competitive. Right. Well, right. Other than the individual ego. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then, then we're talking about something deeper Yeah. about why we're doing something. But if we're not aware that that's our driver, then yeah. we're going to blow up relationships and cause all sorts of a ruckus right. for no good reason. Well, I think that there's two drivers to me as you're talking this through. To me, the two drivers are your natural personality trait, which is what I was talking about earlier. That's mm -hmm. one driver. And that driver runs underneath everything else. It's like the operating system. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you have the social pressure and the individual's ego to fit in or to measure themselves against other people mm -hmm. where they fit how they fit in um that's the second driver and that's the one i think that is the thing that everyone focuses on as the only thing but it's not actually true that's not the only thing that drives us mm -hmm. but it's the single thing that we have control over mm -hmm. and it's the single thing that if left unchecked can cause a huge ruckus exactly like you're talking about like if you take a group of people like let's just talk about salespeople, for example because salespeople. We're gonna, My let's favorite just talk, group of competitive people. <laughs> they have to be drivers, big style. Yeah. And the the more the, the more they drive, the more successful they will be. That's just fact. And the more money they will make. Like I was a leader of salespeople for a number of years. And yep. if you ever want to drive salespeople, you just dangle carrots. You dangle right. carrots of you money. You dangle carrots of status. You know, yep. that's that's exactly how you drive those. But even in those groups, like, I think that there is some danger in being too competitive. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I think, um, uh, what did you say? You said cooperative. Cooperative, yeah. I want to introduce another word, not just cooperative, but comparison. Hmm. What if the middle of cooperative and the extreme opposite is compare? What if it wasn't competition or cooperate, it was compare? Like, that's interesting, right? Because it allows for the same driver where you can compare yourself mm -hmm. without competing against hmm. someone's character or, or pushing you over to that edge of being too... Yeah, too competitive. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Because we're not yeah. going to take out competition. We're not going to take out competitiveness from the human spirit. We're not going to. No, and think about like what competition competition has been such a huge driver of like innovation. Oh yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. The biggest example I always think of like is like the space race. Like we mm. got to the moon because <laughs> of competition. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, because <laughs> we're gonna beat the Russians to the moon or whatever. Like yeah. Um, what a huge feat, which was solely rooted in simple competition, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, it is and, interesting. Yeah, and 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 all like sports. I mean, sports and the the whole industry of sports is based on competition. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What you're saying is like the idea that it's actually like you could not go so far and say it's based on comparison. Yeah. Right. That I these guess people can like perform better than the other than the other people. Yeah, I guess the question that's popping in my head in this moment is competition versus cooperation. Are they on the same level of is it the same stick? Is yeah, it one end or the other? I was just going to ask you that. Maybe I, maybe I have like uh, the wrong thesis here. <laughs> it's that, interesting to think this way though. They are they are two ends of the same stick. Um, the mm -hmm. I mean, the reason why I thought they were is because, the, uh, so we should talk about the cooperation yeah. side because we spent so much time talking about competition because you <laughs> like that side. I know, it's my normal personality <laughs> coming through. <laughs> uh, lots, uh, to me, cooperation is a key a key element of a healthy team and organization. Yep, I agree. You can't have just a competitive organization. And and again, this is going to be my personality style mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. applied to my companies. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I I've I have been known to say things like like I don't want any brilliant assholes mm -hmm. on the team. Mm -hmm. And that phrase to me kind of translates into, I don't want like the one superstar that's just causing a ruckus all over the place who's super highly competitive. Right, exactly. I just would rather yeah. have a bunch of really cooperative people yeah, like marching together. In the same direction. In the same direction mm -hmm. than a couple of like really brilliant rogue people mm -hmm. winning all over the place. Totally. Because I think we I get farther too. as a team um, than in a highly competitive situation. And, and this went so far as to, like, as you know, me, like, abolishing commission oh. from our sales team, oh. which you hated. <laughs> For That was almost a decade. <laughs> that was almost a decade of, you would say, no, explain to me why you think we should have salespeople <laughs> paid differently than everybody else. And I, I, at first, I thought it was a joke question. I couldn't... <laughs> You, you don't mean that. You can't really. possibly work. Are you crazy? <laughs> you must be making it just an offhanded passive joke. Oh, God, you're not laughing. You're really serious. <laughs> yeah, we did. We had a lot. You had a lot of that core belief, but you changed that belief over time. Well, a little I've, bit. I've moved a little, a little bit. bit, right? Yeah. But again, to me, the cooperation <laughs> is like a super strong thing that I try to apply yeah. to the organization. Sometimes not, like you said, like not in a super effective way like the the sales team runs better now that they're back on a commission yeah. 
It's okay. You don't have to. I, I'm not looking for any validation that way. It's okay. <laughs> you were right. <laughs> yeah. The I, idea I, that uh, if you, but but I agree that that there's a long time mm -hmm. in my organization where where cooperation reigned supreme, and and we didn't have much of an edge. Yeah. Right. We were. I like, I don't know, our competitors are doing stuff and we're like, mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. Let's do our thing. No big mm -hmm. deal. We're just kind of plodding along. Um, and, and we weren't able to like innovate as fast. Yeah. Right. And we mm -hmm. weren't able to move as fast because I had almost eliminated the com yeah. competitive spirit. Yeah. You weren't uncomfortable. You were right. not uncomfortable at all. So everything yeah. just plodded along. Yeah, which mm -hmm. was fine. And then people would say, like, oh, JJ, you totally have a lifestyle company. Mm -hmm. And I would always kind of take offense to that. Yeah, because you were, like, 32. What? Yeah. It's a great lifestyle. <laughs> I'm at the prime. Don't Look, call everyone's it getting along. People say that about bad companies. Sit around a campfire <laughs> and sing Kumbaya all afternoon. Uh... So I've seen it. I've seen it personally, like, a little bit too far yeah. on the cooperation. Yeah. I've seen side. it on both sides though. And I do so, think, yeah, I, I'm there in is a healthy here. balance. That's mm -hmm. why I like mm -hmm. this conversation because you're right, because I have moved to a bit more competitive. Yeah. Now, and I've moved other to a elements, bit more cooperative. That's, that's interesting. It, I have. Meet in the middle. <laughs> Weird. The other thing about competition that I think is interesting mm -hmm. is for me, the competition, it, my competitive spirit isn't a day-to-day -day competition yeah it's a decade-long race <laughs> <laughs> like i'll win but it'll be like 10 years from now uh-huh and 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 it's just gonna come up and everyone all of a sudden is gonna be like oh crap hey yep, do you ever hear that won. story the tortoise and the hare that's exactly it yeah i know totally the tortoise. i know i know <laughs> I was talking with a um, a business owner and uh, actually, you know, it was uh, Kurt Rikos and we've talked with Kurt. He was a guest on our show not too terribly long ago. He's mm -hmm. the owner of a um, recruiting firm here in Minneapolis. And um, Kurt was talking about a particular newer salesperson and he was saying, you know, it's just so important that it's it's a numbers game. Here's all the things that they need to do to be successful. But then he said something that I won't forget, and I thought it was just kind of genius. Um, he said, they have to be in the mindset where they compare, they don't compete. Hmm. And I was like, ooh, that's really interesting. Compare, not compete. Because he wanted them to compare their numbers, their activity, mm -hmm. their style, their scripts, like very mm -hmm. much specifics, right? But to not compete against those on their team that were maybe 10 years their senior or, you know, ha weren't new. Um, there was, so I, I really liked this idea. And I, and I think a lot of this has to do with our own feelings, you know, like how do we feel in the process of how we're looking at ourselves and looking at other people? Mm -hmm. Like how do we feel so, in that process? Right. So if you're, if you're competing mm -hmm. and you're not winning, yep. you feel like you're like failing you're losing like you're failing like you're, like failing. you're bad mm -hmm. now if you have a if you use compare mm -hmm. you can say my my numbers aren't as good as melissa's numbers mm -hmm. but melissa's 
well seasoned. She's much, mm-hmm. you know, she's got big, long relationships in this industry. Right. And I hope to get there someday too. Right. And I can maybe adopt can some of the things that she's doing from what now. Melissa's doing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It gives yep. more flexibility, doesn't it? It's more expansive. It yeah. doesn't feel as constrictive. It doesn't feel as judgmental. And then on the other side, if you're an extremely cooperative person, mm-hmm. could you bring in this idea of comparison to kind of help move you mm-hmm. a little bit into like moving faster or making yeah. faster decisions? Like, like uh, how would we, how would that work? Yeah. I think that's a really good question because like look at a team of, and I've had many team events that I've done with um, supportive salespeople that are on teams that have external salespeople. So like they'll mm-hmm. have a team of hunters and farmers, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. The hunters go out and get the new business. And then you have this whole team of people that support the business and they're very cooperative. Mm-hmm. But within team to team, there's a lot of competition still, right? So yeah. they can use that awareness of comparison to up their game, to be cooperative, but in a more driven way. Hmm. Like we could start putting some fun contests together. Let's cooperate to create that. Like we could do more things that push the dial for all of us as long as we're all in alignment as a group and we move together. Mm. Um, even if we try some new things that we would perceive normally as scary or co- comp- yeah. competitive, yeah. Um, if we're doing it all together for all the right reasons, it doesn't feel scary. It doesn't feel like we're in yeah. competition. It just feels like we're trying to improve ourselves and to get as good as they are. And wouldn't that yeah. be fun? Because what if we surprised them and we got even better? <laughs> like that's what happens. That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. If, what I think we've applied to try to transform our fairly passive culture mm-hmm. is working on those metrics. Like ev- like everyone's got a number, mm, right? Yeah. So they're able to like drive towards improving their number. Yep, exactly. Which yep. for the more passive folks doesn't feel overly competitive. It just feels like we're just comparing our number to what it was last month. Yeah. Right. Or yep. a different external number. And so, so it can, that can help. Okay. Before we wrap. Yep. Let's not talk about business examples. Oh, okay. Um, what about like person, like personally? <laughs> oh, it's a slippery slope here, isn't it, JJ? I know, right? We only have like a couple of minutes. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to like. <laughs> Thank completely... you for saving us and only doing a couple minutes. <laughs> right. Competition, like between, you know, work things are kind of easy. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. again, they're sort of like, oh, we're mm-hmm. whatever, we're making money. We're, yeah. we're, we're in this like whole world of yeah. business. Yeah. But people will be overly competitive mm-hmm. with each other on uh-huh. a personal level. Totally. Like, like spouses. My, yes. Spouses friends. and friends. Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, my, you know, whatever. My spouse has a better job than me. My spouse yeah. is cleans the house more. I, I mm-hmm. like whatever it is, there are these, little competitions oh i know between like like um people like friends and family oh Oh, totally spouses that come up and it's it's pretty interesting to think like why is that happening like are we on the same team you know what i will tell you again i would go back to the to the personality assessment conversation Mm. as a really good starting point my husband mitch is a firstborn male out of four boys mm-hmm. so he's the oldest and male obviously and i am an only 
And if you look at birth order and you do any studying with those, those are the two most competitive groups there are. Mm. Um, and, and Mitch and I have honestly throughout our whole marriage, like that's the thing that it's always, there's always some sort of underlying competition over just dumb stuff, like dumb stuff. <laughs> like who puts the laundry away first? Yes. yes. Or who gets to use the washing machine or just dumb I just stuff. see like you guys both running down the hall with laundry <laughs> baskets, like pushing each other out of the way. <laughs> Whose car we're going to take to go on a date. I mean, every single possible thing that we could compete against each well, other. That sounds super fun. We have. And sometimes <laughs> it's very, very funny. And we've had hilarious moments. And uh -huh. sometimes I we have wanted to take each other out. Uh, no doubt about it. So 28 years later, again, we are learning to be more cooperative all the time. Mm. So those are those two traits that we've tried to tone down a little bit. But oh, my gosh, <laughs> we had more time. But oh, darn, look, we're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. And it's so silly because, again, you're on the same team. Yep. It's this natural. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that one of the uh, the marriage things I always remember is like, this idea that uh, it's not you against your spouse. It's like y you and your spouse against the like, world, the, the world or a yeah. problem together. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But sometimes it's easy to forget that. I have to tell you, I used to do a lot of work. I had a lot of military contracts when I was in sales. Hmm. And I'll leave you with this story because it's just a beautiful story. One of the, one of the accounts that I had was the 934th airlift Um the Air Reserve in Minneapolis out at the airport. Mm. And I did a lot of work with those people. And, and in that group, there was a married couple. And I'll never forget that I was, um, I was talking with them and I was saying, boy, you guys have been married for so many years. And they had been married like 30 years, 35 years together. Mm -hmm. And they worked together too. So they were together all the time. Mm. And they had been transferred all over the place together. Mm -hmm. And I said to her, her name was Patty, and I said, Patty, I don't understand what, how do you guys do this? You know, because they had such a strong marriage. You could feel it when they were together. Mm -hmm. And I remember her saying, um, I was like, this is just a hard role that you're in and you've been married so long. How do you do it? And she said, well, when life gets scary, we just hang on and shake together. Hmm. That's what she said. And I just remember thinking that is the most beautiful thing to say. And it just came right off the top yeah. of her head. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, I think everyone can think about um, how they fit in to a competitive or cooperative yeah. team or environment or yeah. relationship. And don't judge and, yourself. Oh, Go yeah, easy. don't judge yourself. No. Yeah. And, and you're wiring. I mean, how many times did you say it? Your personality. So yeah. we haven't really talked about personality tests in a while. Yeah, we haven't. But they are super insightful. It's it. I would recommend everyone go get one. There's a bunch of them online. Yeah. And just like learn a little bit about your yeah, natural yeah. wiring. It's super fun. Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers. <laughs>